Hello and welcome to Us Down Under. I'm Megan. And I'm Kira. And we're two girls that quit our jobs and moved to Australia. Good job, Meg. Thank you. That, that was, was my first time. <laughs> I made her do it. <laughs> I hope I was as good as Kira. It's uh, tough shoes to fill right there. Yeah. Well, welcome uh, to all of our new listeners out there. We're two girls from New York City that quit our jobs. We just moved. We are officially settled. No longer backpacking. The backpacking, the vacation, it's done. Yep. So we're coming to you live from Melbourne. Yes, this is our settling point. Hopefully, we like it. Megan, what are your first impressions of Melbourne so far? I don't even know. (laughs) I know, I, I love how I mentioned this earlier, like, first impressions. I don't know those, and I'm just, I'm just going to ask you anyway. Yeah. You know, any first impressions? The whole point is that everyone has first impressions. Uh, I guess um, it's kind of what I expected uh, to be, like, a city with a suburb around that people live in the suburbs. Um, yeah. Um, does it remind you of other places we saw in Australia? No. Totally different. I know, it's really different. Very different. Not to mention, we had summer weather ever since we left Sydney. We've had really, really nice weather. And uh, not so hot in Melbourne. Literally, yeah. not so hot. That's probably why it doesn't even feel like we're in Australia right no, now. No, it feels like we flew to Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> it's so basically, it's spring here, which it's been spring as we've been traveling up the East Coast. Yeah, um, fake spring. Yeah. It's been really nice. In Queensland, it's, like, it's the nicest weather in Australia, apparently. And it's real because Queensland is where we've been for the past three weeks, yeah, basically. Really and good. so nice. It's like summer weather for sure. We basically flew from, like, 85 degrees to 60s. Yeah. It's like when you leave Florida in the spring and you go back to New York or something like that. Yeah. And then they tell, like, everyone that we've talked to is telling us that uh, basically Melbourne has four seasons in a day, and I totally feel that. real. Yeah. Like, we really felt it. Yesterday was raining. um, It was cold. It was windy. And then it'd be really hot all of a sudden. You have to take off your sweater. So you have to dress in layers. I don't know. I'm hoping that this doesn't last. Apparently, it's going to be summerish next week. I think it's even supposed to be nicer tomorrow. But um, it's hard to say, like, first impressions because since we've landed here and gotten off the plane, we've been, like, go, 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 kind of, like, trying to find an apartment, figuring out our job situation, stuff that, like, we didn't really want to do, and now we're doing it, and it kind of sucks. So I know. But whatever. Real world calls, and here we are. I really wanted to start this podcast with um, a champagne popping. Oh, yeah, because we got an apartment. We did it. In less than 12 hours, we did it. And we justified us choosing this apartment by being like, we can't do it anymore. We can't look anymore. We looked for like a day. day. I think that's the New Yorkers in us. I know. We just couldn't do it. But also, it does. it is like New York in the sense where you have to find something and get it. Because you're like, well, this is going to be gone by the end of the day. And that could be a lie by, like, realtors, but I don't know. I believed it. I ate it all up. I think it was also funny about uh, just the process of getting the lease. Like, there was no background checks, no bank money thing. No, I thought about this today, Meg. They literally said to us, oh, you guys have jobs? As we're signing a lease. And we're like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) And continue to sign. He's like, okay. Okay. (laughs) So, Um, yeah. So, basically, in New York, when you get an apartment, they ask you for your most recent, like, bank statement, your like proof of employment all and this unless you're very stuff. well off you need a guarantor to help you yeah. out this guy was just basically like you guys look like two normal girls okay apartment's yours sign the lease yeah. so so we saw like five apartments some were horrible some were not so horrible and ours was not so horrible so i'm excited about it and we were going to share with other people but we saw some kitchens that gave us ptsd yesterday of like pots and pans left out and i'm i don't know i'm really excited that it's just a two-bedroom apartment 
Yeah, and the only reason we were going to share was because we wanted to meet people, but we've just decided that, okay, we're going to be better off living on our own and then forcing ourselves out, like whether we have to go on like a dating app or a BFF Bumble. Bumble BFF. Um, we have to do that if we need to or if we don't meet people when we're like at the bar, then we'll do it, but I think it's the better option just to live alone. Yeah, so. we did meet some friends backpacking so I think that, that live here, so yeah. we're not totally alone. But it does kind of feel like we're back to square one when we started and we oh, were like losers sure. and didn't hang out with people. But we won't let, ha- let that happen again. Um, we've only, we got here on Tuesday. It's now Thursday. So we haven't even had a chance to go out yet. So who knows? Yeah. But it does remind me of New York a little bit. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of Melbourne so far is the little alleyways yeah, we saw today. Yeah, that's my favorite part too. They have like sneaky little cafes. I love that. I'm so excited to try all those out. Even every place you walk in is cuter than the next. So I like that too. Um, yeah, but great. where we're living, just for everyone at home to understand, is basically no one really, not to say no one lives in the uh, business district, like the downtown I area. I think more Australians live there. Is that And it? the backpackers, like the expats, live in the suburbs. Yeah, so basically we're living 30 minutes outside the city, close to the beach, and it's more of a suburb feel, but they're like... 30 is... minutes via tram, like it's still on like the metro. I, I We were like kind of comparing it to Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what it feels like, so... Yeah. So we're not, like, outside of the city, but we're not in, like, the downtown area. Yeah, Yeah, the hustle and bustle of it all. So um, we are excited to go out this weekend. The coolest thing about Melbourne is that there is a bar that doesn't close, we've heard about. Yeah, all of our friends have told us about this, but we're a little scared for our lives, so we don't know if we're going to... I know, because we don't know when to call it a night. Yeah, and I just feel like that could be bad news for us, so we'll see if we end up there, what this weekend brings for us. Apparently it opens on Friday and it closes on Tuesday. And the way it works is like people come in for their shift after like 12 hours and like relieve the other person. Mm-hmm. So not everyone's the same working. Like obviously you can't be working for three days straight. But that is scary that they allow that. And apparently someone died Yeah, someone died. I would love to get an employee from there. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't even know the name of the bar yet. No. But um, I would love to get an employee from there on this podcast to explain what happens. Yeah, that's a goal. They must see some crazy things. For sure. So, anyway, I think the last time we uh, recorded, we were in Magnetic Island. Yeah, so. we were just going to bingo. Boozy bingo was a blast. Yes. Megan would have a different opinion, I think, but if anyone out there is planning a trip to Australia, going on backpacking or anything like that, you got to go to Magnetic Island. Okay, I don't have a different opinion. I agree you should go. It was just like, it was a lot. It was spring break, basically, that we were on. It was like a hostel that was like trying to be a resort in Cancun, Cancun. but like a really shitty resort. And it's not all inclusive. You're paying for everything. Um, But they have like parties and events every night, and the people who work there are really crazy. And I mean, I had so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It was a lot. Like after three days, I was like, okay, I need to leave this island. Because for the first two days, we did not even leave the hostel. I felt like we were stuck there. Like we ate our meals there. We socialized with everyone. And like you didn't even have a car to get out of there. So I know. So we were kind of stuck. And it's like kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But I don't even know if there's anything else to do except like day drink. We had no problem doing that. No. So after Boozy Bingo, <laughs> I woke up at 11 a.m. and I head out to go get breakfast, which was already like finished. And <laughs> I walk over to where you get your food from and I see everyone literally taking shots 
and I was just like, I just woke up. I came to get a coffee, and everyone's <laughs> taking shots here. Yeah, Megan came out at prime time, and I was laughing because I could see you walking towards us. And this was like, this was like our second shot of the day, and like we were all drinking already. Um, it just happened. I don't even know why. I think someone like thought of the idea of hair of the dog because we were all kind of dying. Everyone was dying. We just went with it again. So break vibe. They're like handing me shots of JMO, and I, I haven't even had coffee. I think I was like, I think I'm. This is gonna be the end of me. <laughs> yeah, but you took it. Yeah, because how do you refuse it? (laughs) By saying no. (laughs) Um, Anyway, some cool things to do on Magnetic Magnetic Island. People call it Maggie's Yeah, I'm going to start calling it that because it's easier for me. Yeah. Um, On Maggie Island is you can rent a car. And and as we said, you kind of need to because everything's pretty spaced out. You can rent a car pretty easily and for not that much money. And you can drive to all these different hikes, and you can look for koalas because there's the largest population of koala bears on this island that that's in Australia at all. Like wild koalas, guys. Like it was so cool. Yeah. At our Airbnb a few days later, we, there was just a koala in the tree outside the Airbnb, which was awesome. Um, you can also rent a Barbie car, which we kind of let our Instagram followers think believe. that we did. <laughs> we did. So basically, it's like a like a kid-sized car that they you drive around the island with and the, there's so many hills there too which is so funny so you're watching this barbie car try to get up like all these hills and it's just like a slow our four by four could hardly do it yeah so we ended up uh hopping into a random barbie car and taking some pics wondering if people saw us yeah so we wanted to get this barbie car it's like really cute small pink or white and pink and I, like, wore a specific outfit for the Barbie car. <laughs> I was have a pink bikini. I got pink sunglasses. Let's go. But we're idiots and didn't plan it in advance. So we tried to get it that morning, and there weren't any available. So we had to get the boring, old, ugly 4x4. Four four, uh, which which we, ended up being better, though, because know, the Barbie car was straight-up open roof, and there's no sun protection from the yeah, sun. Yeah, it was super hot. So hot. And they were... They so like slow. acted like remote control cars. We could my car could hardly get up the, the hills. So I don't know, but if you can, I think it'd be hilarious to rent the Barbie car. But yeah, we just took pictures in one. Yeah, <laughs> people just weren't looking. Stole someone's car. <laughs> no one cares. So that's all you have to do. You know, yeah. if you can't get one, just steal someone else's. Um, another thing you can do is you can like rent a car to see these like private bays and these like really cool hidden areas around the island. Uh, we didn't see this ourselves, but there's this bush that you shake, and apparently a bunch of butterflies fly out. Yeah, so. we were trying to see that, but it was so. Uh, we forgot to explain how when we were renting the car, um, the guy oh, yeah. that owns the um, the car dealership, basically, if you even call it that, <laughs> gave us a map of the island, which is like a small island, and basically explained what to do in a day in two minutes. That was complete gibberish, drawn out on a map. You and our friend Steph that we. With that, we thought that he was drunk. Oh, he was 100% drunk. But he was like, okay, so you're going to start here. And he was like, you're going to go along this way. And there's going to be a bay here. And he would tell you what to do in the bay. But he's drawing the whole time on the map. And he's like, X, X, X. And then he'd be like, don't drive down this road. X, 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 X. So then we literally get in the car. And I'm looking at the map. And I'm like, X, X, X. And I'm like, oh, we can drive down this road. Oh, no, we can't drive down this road. Did we take a picture of the map? 
that we should Because that would have been hilarious to share, because you're showing it to everyone that night. Like, oh, what do you guys make of this map? And, like, that's gibberish. Did a child get to that? Yes. <laughs> they, they colored on it, because it was a scribble. scribbles everywhere. The whole map was scribbles. So then I'm trying to read it. I'm like, I'm horrible at maps. I'm using my Google Maps. I have no service. And then I'm telling all of our and friends. And I'm driving, like, where do I go next, guys? Yeah. No answer. No answer. We had no idea. We were like, oh, we think this is where the butterflies is. We think the koala's <laughs> there. I think that's a 40-minute hike. I think that's the road that you might get the car stuck on, but let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of chances. Um, but it's so funny because we were telling our friends about it, and they went to the place the next day, rented a car, and he did the gibberish spiel like with, with them. them as well. And so the they were cracking <laughs> up. Like they were like, we don't even know what to do. We can't control ourselves because yeah. we were laughing so hard. I know. So um, definitely. So I mean, I'm pretty it, sure he was called Arcadia Rental Cars. So I would still recommend it because it's pretty cheap and. And they got a 4 by 4 with no roof, so it depends on what you want. And book in advance. We're going to mention this again, I think, after we talk about everything we did backpacking. But if you guys want to reach out to us for a backpacking itinerary, we have all of ours. We were pretty type A when we did it. Gave all the links and details of what we were going to do in each city. Not that we did everything that we wrote down. By we, we mean Kira. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> and I learned on this trip about myself that I'm more of a planner than Megan is. Yeah. No one's surprised. Um, so... If you want that, we're more than happy to share it with you. Uh, but let's move on to Cairns. Oh, yeah. So um, after Magnetic Island, we took a bus to Cairns. Cairns, I'm saying it, it wrong. Says it says, it, we want to say Cairns because it's spelled C-A-I-R-N-S, but it's pronounced Cairns. Yeah. Um, and that is where, I guess, the is that the top of the Great Barrier Reef? I don't know. But, um, yeah, so we... We're bougie bitches. And <laughs> for the first time yes. in this trip, thank you very much. So, what happened was oh, we were. We so, forgot to talk I about. I feel like Kira should tell this story. No, 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 no. We forgot to talk about how we canceled the. Yeah, the, that's what I mean. Uh, you have to explain uh, this one. <laughs> yeah, because this was all my decision. Yeah. Also, okay, so we were meant to go from Magnetic Island to Mission Beach, which is about two hours from Mackey Island, and that's two hours to Cannes, so it was a kind of an in-between spot, and we thought this would be a perfect spot to go, um, and we got an email, I got an email a few months ago when I first booked it, if I'm being totally honest about this, and I just didn't foresee it being a problem, but the email was a reminder that this is a rainforest retreat, and it's up a very 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 steep hill and you need to be physically fit and active to get up the hill and then once you get into your room keep in mind that we're in the rainforest so there'll be a lot of bugs and snakes and don't be surprised by the wildlife you see and the spiders because this is australia and i guess like a month ago or two months ago kira was like yeah let's experience it like fuck yeah let's do it but post magnetic island kira i was like no i was i was in the hostel and i was like no we can't do this i mean all right fine we can you and i are fully capable of getting up a hill a steep hill yeah but the but with sid and mel are backpacks that are way the same weight as a small child no no we're not getting a piggyback ride with a small child up this big steep hill (laughs) and if you would listeners good for you but i'm not about it (laughs) i i megan wasn't even there and i knew they were going to charge us but i was like i i just got to cancel this it's just not going to happen and i knew i would like get megan with the buzzwords of like snake and spider she's like nah fuck no we're not going there (laughs) And our friends were in Cannes, and we wanted to meet with them. So yeah. we had we had to go a day early. Had to. Had to. But so did we have to book the Hilton? No. I'm also not going to say how, but I ended up getting the refund completely. So. Yeah. 
Um, but we booked the Hilton, and it was the best decision we ever made. So we decided we wanted some um, glam packing instead of backpacking after Maggie Island because it was like the hostel itself was so much fun and we'd highly recommend it if you're looking for a good time Mm -hmm. but the rooms were like huts they weren't like huts they were huts (laughs) outside of it like there was like a bunch of different ones which was kind of like a poor man's Bora Bora but it was still really really cool but the rooms were gross like disgusting yeah but so um we stayed in uh the Hilton one night and then it was 3 a.m we were supposed to leave we didn't totally talk about how we were like you act like we act like we would, had never been to a hotel room before. Oh, we got in. We were like jumping on the bed. We found there was room service. We're like we the kid from Home Alone. Like, oh my god, we can get room service. What else can we get here? This is amazing. Uh, which is something I've learned about myself uh, backpacking oh, yeah. is that I've appreciated what I've had before this because um, when we would go away with like our friends, you wouldn't even think twice about staying in a nice place. And now after like experiencing it and trying to meet friends by staying in hostels and having to do that, it's now a thought in my head that, oh my gosh, I am so lucky when mm-hmm. I am able to stay in a hotel. And yeah, so. we recommend to our friends who are doing these kind of trips, either you're doing it in Asia or Australia or whatever, you should stay in hostels. Like that's how you meet people. That's where the crack is. Like you're going to have more fun at the hostel. But you really do appreciate the nicer things yeah. more. You it's really like do. I never saw a hotel robe in my life before. I was like, do they have robes? Like running. But like, it wasn't even that nice. It wasn't even that nice. There was ants <laughs> they in the didn't room. They did even have freaking Wi-Fi for free. Yeah. So. There was ants in the room. And at that point, I was oh, like, yeah. ants? oh, ants, no problem. Should we name them? Like, I don't know. <laughs> also, I've noticed um, a couple we met along the way. We were telling them how Fraser Island was our favorite. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, but we heard there's like rodents that come and creep oh, into yeah, your tent. Oh, yeah, into tent. And this has happened on our trip. Not Actually, it did happen to us because a rodent ate my Benadryl. Um, it's not like a rodent. It's like a... What I hope no it? Australian wildlife person, person is, is listening. listening. Well, it's not my fault, but they got into my bag and ate my Benadryl, so I basically probably killed this animal. Not Megan's fault. <laughs> um, but should we blame? So this couple was like, uh, what'd they say? Oh, we wouldn't do that because uh, there's rodents and they get into the tents. And Kira and I's response was, oh, yeah, that happened to us. Yeah. You should still go, though. And so... Who are we? I don't know who we are anymore. <laughs> uh, did you talk about how we booked... Oh, so um, after staying in the Hilton at... 3 a.m. after being out for the night, my thought in my head was that we didn't totally get to enjoy the room because we didn't get to go to the pool. We didn't get to, like, sit around. We'd have to be out by 12. So 3 a.m., I asked Kira, like, she was my parent, like, can we book another night? And Parent? I was, like, your husband. <laughs> like, please. Can we please book another night? And we're walking in, I'm like, okay, honey, we'll talk about it. Like, we'll see how much the rate is. You were like, why don't you ask? As if, like, I don't want to. But the idea really came to your head, or it came to fruition for me. You said it out loud as we were walking in. And the Hilton will get you, because obviously everyone can assume that hostels don't smell that nice. And this oh, Hilton the lobby smelled so amazing. Nice. <laughs> so once we smelled in, I was like, once we smelled in, once we walked in, I was a goner. And uh, I was like, all right, honey, we'll ask. <laughs> and we asked about the rate, and it was exactly what it was before. And I was like, I turned to Megan, I, I, again, with like, the husband with the credit card. I was like, do you really want this? I was like, yeah. You're like, yeah. I was like, okay. Best we, decision we, we, we ever made. <laughs> but, yeah, it really was. 
Yeah, and so then from there day. we went to a hostel for two nights, which sucked because it was gross and disgusting. I, know, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it because it's so awful. It was hard to go from there. the Hilton back to a hostel. It was so nice there, but don't stay there. But so um, another fun thing that we did while we were in Cairns was um, it was also I think it was the same night. No, it was second night there. Uh, basically, we were all out. We had met a group of people on the Whit Sundays. We traveled up the coast with them, just like by chance. Uh, mm-hmm. And you meet the same people. Yeah, you keep That's running into them. That's the cool thing about them. backpacking. Everyone's either going up and down. I think we've mentioned that already. You're either going up or down. And if you're going up, as we were, you're going to see the same people over and over again, which is great because. Um, you're seeing your friends again and like I think it was last week in Maggie Island at the hostel at like the boozy bingo I was like I know 80% of the people here it's so weird but I know almost everyone here like everyone's names yeah but so um the friends that we met along the way were telling us that they were renting a car and they were going to go see waterfalls because like there's a bunch of waterfalls there that are really cool and yeah and Herbal Essences commercial was filmed there and this music video yeah some random music video. I think it's an interesting. But so it's like maybe midnight, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna rent a car at eleven tomorrow. We have two seats open." And we're like, "Oh, okay." And they're like, "Do you want to come?" We're like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> and I feel like in New York, if you like had decided to do that at like midnight at a club, you'd be like, "No." But like here, we were like, "Okay, up at eleven the next day in yeah. the car in a white van that looked like it would steal children." But <laughs> yeah, a big white van that might as well have said free candy on the side. And eight of us pile in <laughs> and head off, and it was so fun. Yeah, and I just like to say that I drove again. Oh, here we go. I know I'm very proud of this yeah. because a lot of people were like, "Oh, driving, driving on the other side of the road would be hard," and it is hard. But I think I'm getting good at it. I've done it, done it four times now, and. I've only put the windshield wipers on by accident, like, twice <laughs> since the first time. It's pretty good. But, yeah, we are a lot older than everyone, though, because I kept saying that I've been driving for 11 years, which made me feel, like, ancient compared to our friends. Yeah. Who have been driving for, like, like three months. <laughs> well, they're not that young, but people in England, their license They also later. have to get a manual license and an automatic or something weird in, like, England. Yeah, think, and they were so. having, like, a hard time with the automatic car. Because they're so like, used to driving this manual. is so much easier than manual. Yeah. Anyway... I'm very proud of myself, so I've grown on this in this experience. Um, other cool things to do in Cairns, um, check out waterfalls. We snorkeled the Great Barrier Reef, which was really, really cool. Uh, we took a good boat out for the day and did that, so we'd recommend that for sure. Some of our friends did skydiving there. And go to Gilligan's, which is the hostel that yeah. we did not stay in, but all of our friends stayed in. And we went out there, though. It's like a club Bar. We basically spent our time there. Yeah, we may as well have stayed there. So Gilligan's is really, really cool. So I think that's Cannes. Um, oh, we'll talk about Prawn Stars as well. My friend had recommended a place in Cannes that is called Prawn Stars, or Prawn Star, and it's fresh seafood, but we didn't really know what to expect when we went there. And, and meanwhile, Megan doesn't even eat seafood. So, yes. And I was, like, I'm still recovering, but I had a really bad cold that day. And so you were kind of like, I don't know, like, do you not want to go here? Sometimes you want comfort food when you're sick. But I was like, do you not want to go? Just say you don't want to go. Like, I really don't care. But, but you were actually dragging me there. Because he's an Italian. He knows food. And I knew it was going to be good. So. Yeah, I mean, I uh, And I also thought I'm by the ocean. I should eat this seafood now. Um, because, like, when else am I going to get such mm-hmm. fresh, good food like that? So we went. But it was like a boat. We didn't expect anything. We ordered... Uh, just prawns. Prawns. Like, which is just shrimp. It was like 40 prawns, I feel like. Yeah, There's if you so follow many. me on Instagram, you would have seen like a giant plate of prawns. Yeah. With heads on them. Which doesn't freak me out because I'm kind of used to that from eating abroad a little bit. 
but um, it can freak some people out because you really have to do all the work. You got to remove the head, you got to yeah. remove the shell. And Megan, I didn't tell you this before. <laughs> Don't tell me now, Kara. What is this? <laughs> Remember when you? I know it's really gross, and I was oh, okay with it. But it's the black. The black stuff. It's poop. Yeah. Yeah. Megan's like, hmm, is this black stuff? Okay, I was like, I think it's fine. <laughs> So basically, like, she didn't want me to give up on eating and make her <laughs> sit with 40 one, shrimp. <laughs> I was like, I want to have this whole thing. So, so uh, we were, yeah, so that was just like a funny experience. Again, I tried to do something different, get out there. and That shrimp was not good. It though. was really good. It was worth it. So then. And that's all we got. It was really expensive. Yeah. It was like $40 for that plate of shrimp. So we're like, all right, we were going to get, I was going to get oysters. I was excited about that. We were hoping there was lobster. Honestly, thank God there wasn't because yeah. that would have been insane. But the restaurant itself, did you see this already, that it was on a boat? Um, we couldn't find it at first. Yeah. It was literally docked at the pier. So, again, we're just, like, living on boats and cans. Yeah. And, no, so we only got the prawns because it was so expensive. We got, like, two glasses of wine, nothing major. And then Megan is asked to take a picture of the table next to us. It's a very small restaurant because it's really a small Yeah, boat. you're kind of on top of each yeah. other. So. Um, so the table next to us is a bunch of guys, like, age range is, like, 30 to 50 probably. And what? Our fave age range. Yeah. <laughs> back to the 50 year olds. <laughs> back to square one. So um, they, ask us, <laughs> they ask us to take a picture. And the next thing they know, we know, like, they're telling us to come over and sit at their table. And we're kind of open-minded at this point. So you've got to go with it when you're traveling. you got to not use that term when we're talking about a table of 50-year-olds, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say we're open-minded <laughs> at this point. I'm just saying, you can't always We're say... We're open to meeting yeah, anybody, you like, can't say meeting no. people in general. Yeah. Again, you can't say no. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I know, the rest of this story is going to sound so much worse, but I'll be here to correct anything. And anyone who's jumping to conclusions here. All right, go on, Meg, let's hear it. Go on. Okay, so <laughs> we sit down, we chat with them, the guy that first started talking to us uh turns out he's originally born in america moved here 30 years ago loves like chatting with americans um then we found out that basically one of them owns a mine in like i guess an hour from where we were and they all are investors in the mine so they all took a trip to see the mine (laughs) and (laughs) um they were like something happened with their private plane yeah they have a private plane so once we heard owning a mine, then some guy owned a vineyard and a chocolate factory. Which is like my dream. Yeah. In and Western then, Australia. Yeah, they all live in Perth. And then they talked about how they were investors. And then they talked about how they have a private plane. And we were like, oh, okay, yeah. these guys are loaded. That, and I really, and the way I'm making it sound, it sounds like they were braggy. And they, they really were not weren't at all. braggy. It just kind of kept coming up in conversation. Actually, the way that we ended up uh, moving over to sit at their table was because I was explaining how we were traveling the east coast Mm -hmm. and i really want to do the west coast and they're all from like perth area that's where they live and i said to one of them not knowing anything like you need a car to travel the west coast yeah like don't you get a car like we have to get a car like you have to rent a car to buy a car and he was like take my number why don't you call me when you're coming to the west coast uh i'll give you a car he's like i have seven cars in the driveway just take one i'll give you a car it's fine he's like you have insurance okay no problem and then gives us his number. He's like, yeah, no issue. Do you have a license? I was like, I, I believe you. Like, I really do. <laughs> yeah. But so the weird part about it is that there's no creepy vibes coming from yeah, him at all. Was it was um, more so that, like he said, I was 20, or I think he was in his 20s, he traveled a lot, and he said that he couldn't believe at the time 
the things that people gave to him and mm-hmm. he was saying that you have to repay it like pay it forward yeah well you didn't even explain so they bought us a drink when we were sitting with them yeah um gave us the idea that we can get a car from him and then gave um, us his phone number made you call it to make sure you could, have yeah. the right number mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they were going to a different place for dinner that was just their warm-up that dinner. was their app and then um we're checking out and uh, he's like with us his all of his friends went ahead but he this like main guy that we were talking to the most was with us and uh, we're like paying our bill, and he steps in and pays, pays our the bill, bill for us, which is so pays nice. Pays our bill, and again, no creepy vibes at all. Like they weren't even asking us to go to the next place with them. Like we were doing our thing, and he just paid the bill. It was super nice, and um, we what's it called? I forget what. It's called. Okay, so um, we're gonna do something a little different. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to say anything else? No. <laughs> okay, I got this. We're going to do something a little bit different because Megan and I have been talking about this a lot. And we want to talk about when dating meets traveling because we've noticed a lot of things ourselves and some things we've noticed with our friends. And so we're going to go through a few scenarios. But first, I want to talk about backpacking relationships. <laughs> this is what this segment is called. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be called... Manarios. Oh, Manarios. Thank you, Mally's mom, Jean Fox, for thinking of the name Manarios a few years ago by accident. So Manarios are kind of situations similar to, like, Red Flag or Deal Breakers, but more like scenarios, and we're saying Manarios because we're girls. Manarios. Basically, uh, we've had some friends that ended up uh, meeting people along the way, hooking up with them, and then keeping, like, running into them. And so some of them it turns into full-on dating where they're, like, madly in love. And then for others, it kind of turns into this awkward situation or does the friend get annoyed when, uh, like, the girl you're traveling with is now has basically a travel boyfriend and you're kind of on your own. And so we've seen a lot. I think it's funny to talk about, Kira. Yeah, so keep in mind, we are talking about scenarios that are not just us. So we're not, like, just saying what's going on with us because I feel like that sounded like me and you right there and it wasn't. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) So it's not – we're not talking about Megan and I. Um, if it, no, we, we it's like people leaving that along the way. But yeah, but it actually sweet. is like asking for a friend. Like we're not, we're not just saying that. So I just like scrolled my iPad over to myself because I, I wrote some scenarios down that I didn't tell Megan about. And she wrote some scenarios down that she didn't tell me about. And we're going to go with like kind of our opinions and what we would do in those scenarios. Are you ready, Meg? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Um, I only wrote buzzwords, which is really stupid. Okay, so, Megan, let's say you meet someone, and, um, all right, sorry moms, if you're listening, maybe stop now. Stop listening Okay, hi. So, if you hook up with someone while you're traveling, and then the next night, you're going to be with them again because you're always in the same area, Mm -hmm. but they don't give you any attention, or they do maybe a little bit, but they don't hook up with you, they're... They have eyes for other people. Now, why? Fine, whatever it happens. You go to the next city like three days later, and they're giving you attention, mm-hmm. and they're trying. What do you do? Okay, so first, it's what's the age? It's okay, kind of let's hard. pretend <laughs> this matters for like a second. I think the age is a little bit of a, like because if they're younger, I'm thinking that they're just like down to have fun, don't want anything, kind of like just you know 
Okay. If they're older, I think it's a little bit of right, a different right, story. All right, let's go with first, so they're younger. Okay, let's so they're younger. Younger. Different story. I think they're just trying to have fun, so you should just kind of go with it when... When who cares? Yeah. But that being said, what is the girl-to-guy ratio at these places? Oh my god, you have a lot of follow-up questions here. Um, <laughs> well, let's just say that the girl-to-guy ratio is what it's been. There's like, more guys than girls, always. Then I would play the field later. <laughs> <laughs> and then if he's the only cute one there, then you <laughs> You gotta make him work for it. Wow, roles reverse there. Okay, now let's say he's older. If he's older and he's got eyes for other girls, I'd just be like, uh, uh I don't know. Because, like, I kind of feel like you could go either way. You could be like, I kind of want. What am I looking for? I don't even know. I know that's why I'm confused by why you said that. You're like, well, what is he looking for? I'm like, what the fuck are you looking for? I'm over here, like, <laughs> not looking for anything. So. I just was really confused by that. Oh, so but we've had friends with very similar scenarios. Yeah. And they have been older. <laughs> which is just inexcusable. And then I think it's just like age. you have the mindset that you're traveling and yeah. you're just trying to have fun. So. Well, this is why I want to put out that this is not just like regular life. This isn't like when you're in New York City on a Friday and they have interest in you on a Friday and the yeah. next Saturday they're and not. Then this is traveling scenario. The other issue with this is, right, so like okay. say you kind of hit it off and you like this guy and then he has eyes for other girls, right, and then you hit it off again. Where the hell are you going after? Like, are you traveling this way and he's going that way? Because, like, what's the point again? Or, if you are going the same way, is this going to happen again? Is it going to be like a roller coaster of emotion of, like, is he going to be interested in me tonight or is he not? And, like, do you want to give a shit about that? Yeah, and then the other thing is, like, okay, say... If, like, he's into you now and you just, like, say, like, how we just settled and he wants to, like, meet up and all that, but you want nothing to do with him, what do you do then? Then you just get to be done with it, but... Okay, you just, like, named a lot of my scenarios just there. Really? Oh, I killed you. Well, I want... One of my scenarios were if you know you're not moving to the same city and you really like them... What do you do? Like, what do you do? And then I had, if you know you're not moving to the same city... (laughs) Damn it, it's a thought in my head always, but um, if you're moving to the same city, what was the first one? Like, all right, so let's say you like them, uh-huh. and you're uh-huh. moving to the same city, uh-huh. but you, you got to stop with the inside jokes on these little podcasts, but if you're moving to the same city, and you're maybe not sure about them, like, oh, this is fun, but I'm not yeah. so sure, and or like maybe... Sorry, <laughs> I'm really like inventing all this right now. You see my eyes, like buggy out of my head. Or like it's one of those these scenarios where it's like every other time you're not hooking up every time. Sometimes he's with someone else, all this, and you're moving to the same city. So you just cut it off before the roller coaster continues in your own city. Or should you keep it going because it's entertaining and fun? I think you should keep it going because it's entertaining and fun, and do it until you have a comfort zone. Like if only if, though, it's going to prevent you from meeting people. I also think that you're saying this because you feel less than other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I just said that on the podcast, but it's true. You're a little bit more harsh yeah. in general. Like, you have a harder shell than others. Like, I disagree. Okay, why? I don't think that I would want to keep it going because... It would upset you. It would drive me nuts. Yeah, but then my thought is that, like, okay, it's kind of like a friend that you know. Like, maybe you can progress into a friendship instead well, of, like... if it's that, and I really don't care at all, then fine. But if I, like, have a little bit more feelings, then I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, but then you're alone in a new city by yourself again. I yeah. have you! 
<laughs> what if you don't have me? <laughs> That's a whole other scenario. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. If you are moving to the same city, but you're not interested, but you you're not you want to be single, but you also are entertained by the hookup, should you keep it going or one hundred percent keep it going? Yeah, I agree with that actually. Yeah, so then that's actually then you have where, the power. And also then you have the friend when you want the friend. So you're like, hi, True. let's hang. And then you can do whatever you want in the meantime. Okay, give me your one. All right, I'm only going to do one because Kira's the queen of this and I'm not. But Yeah, I love this game. We play this um, game all the time. Mine's not so much a scenario, but more of a question. So you're on a dating app. And this hits, I think, for a lot of my friends also in New York. We've had this conversation before. Okay, so... The guy that you're talking to, you think is cute. The conversation's going well. He asks you out for a drink, but then asks you for your Instagram. Oh, this is the real one, yeah. Is he judging you, or is he trying to see if he's attracted to you, or is he going to ghost you after? What do you think? I think it depends on the person, and they all have different motivations for asking. And I think you just named, like, three different types of guys when you said all those reasons but also like, like i'd say one guy in the corner is saying is he attracted to you one guy is gonna ghost afterwards because you're not who we thought or the other guy is genuinely interested i think that it really depends on the person or is it we're traveling and we what we've noticed is that instagram is like basically the way of contacting people they, people don't even ask for your numbers they want nothing to do with your Australian number. So, like, is that half a way? our friends? We don't even have their numbers. No, exactly. I message them on Instagram, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, that's just the way we've been communicating. So, is that just a way of them communicating, or I don't know? It's just something to think about. Yeah, I think there's a bit of like a fuckboy outline though when it comes to that, like their way of communicating, especially if they live in Australia. Like, I think if it's like a backpacker, like backpacker versus backpacker, then sure, Instagram. But I think if like you're in sydney or melbourne and you're like meeting people online and they live here and they're asking for your instagram then that's just a bit weirder right interesting because i think if you're dating someone like at home if you were dating someone like i wouldn't want to be like instagram friends with someone until like a few dates and if we're talking about me and you specifically we have this freaking podcast so (laughs) that's very open on our instagram so there's like no more dates for you yeah like that's a deal breaker right there they have a podcast deal breaker (laughs) i don't even fucking blame them um so yeah that's my like i know my friends at home they if someone asked for their instagram they would just not talk to them anymore they probably wouldn't even like have anything to do with them i think dating is hard enough and if you're gonna make a deal breaker that they ask for your instagram then we'll be all be forever alone (laughs) like there's so many other deal breakers yeah like let's play that one by ear all right so we'll have to stay tuned for that yeah okay so let's do one more as my ipad dies no i don't think we should do that i think we should talk about your travel nightmare story of the week yeah and my friggin' ipad died hold on And we're back. Okay, back up and running. All right, so our segments for the evening, um, travel nightmares. We want everyone to send in their travel nightmares, some disaster story or even minor disaster story that you have while traveling or that you've even heard about. This week's travel nightmare is coming straight from Rosalina Chrysides all the way from New York City. Rosie was um, planning a trip for her mom 
and her mom's two sisters and cousins stay in one hotel room, which to me sounds like a disaster already. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it turned out to be a hostel, and they had to sleep on bunk beds. And her 75-year-old aunt <laughs> wanted them to add her to the Guinness Book of World Records for being the oldest person to ever sleep in a hostel. What would you do if you walked into the hostel and <laughs> was a 75-year-old woman? I know, because considering we've spent so much time in hostels, I genuinely cannot imagine. <laughs> so that's sounds like a disaster. Um, Megan, how many days has it been since our last spider? Um, it has been five days. Because we saw them at the waterfalls on Sunday, right? Yeah, so four days for those who have calendars. Oh. <laughs> I can count. I, thought, <laughs> I didn't realize. I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> this is what happens when you're unemployed for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, let's quickly do our highs and lows. Okay, so my high was for sure staying at the Hilton. It just made me realize that I'm a bougie bitch and I should just stay where I belong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm a city girl at heart and I loved a nice hotel after traveling and being on the road. Okay, that's a good one. I can't deny that that would be a high point in my life as well. But I think my real high was um, the day we went uh, looking at all the waterfalls. And mm. I had such a blast. I laughed so hard that day. We were kind of like going through all these little pools of water and lakes, and there was one natural water slide that was so fun that we went down a few times. And even though it was super scary because there were rocks at the bottom, might have been a little dangerous. It was so fun. Also, um, it's just funny just how if anything went wrong there, we were literally secluded. There was like no service on our phone. There's no lifeguards, and they were like like rough waters at times. So it was just funny, but like we, took we made the, it out alive. Yeah, and I highly recommend it because it's so much advantage. fun. I have cuts all over my legs. Now I know you from really it. got bruised up. Uh, but the water beat me up. <laughs> my low would be that I got sick this week. I don't know if people can still hear it. I sound a little bit different. But I got um, pretty sick this week and kind of had to make it through even though I was sick because I didn't want to miss out on anything. So I still went out, snorkeled, all that. But it was tough. So that's my low. I think my low was the last hostel that we stayed at. It was so mm. gross. It was one of those places where you're just kind of like, I'm done with Do you this. think it was because we went from Hilton to hostel? I think so, but I also think it was just that gross. Yeah, it was hot. It was stuffy in there. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, I'm glad we done with that. Ugh. But Until we go to Asia, which was TBD, but we'll be staying in hostels once again. We're going to do it again, I yeah. know. But, you know, it, it's just like it's always the last leg of the journey when you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so once again, guys, if you're interested at all in anything we did um, in more in detail, please reach out. Um, you can DM us at DM us at us on underpod, or you can email us at um, underpod at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to share with you and give you more insight to what we did in each city. And how we planned it all and how we got to each spot. Also, if you could please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, screenshot it. Please spread the word. We want this podcast to reach all corners of the world. We're trying not to be nurses and teachers anymore. Yeah, guys, we're unemployed. Let us be podcasters full time, please. Um, but we would also love for uh, you guys to send us your travel nightmares. We need some mm-hmm. more for next week. So please send those in. We know you have them. Yeah, for sure. Anything minor at all, we want to laugh at your disasters. Please, let us laugh at you. And we would <laughs> love to know if you liked our new segment on our dating struggles and tribulations. Yeah. I, tribulations. Just, I love listening to dating relationship podcasts, so talking about it is really fun for me. So let us know if you liked it. Yeah. 
it's funny to see the things that we experience here, just like in general, meeting people and mm-hmm. watching our friends go through things. Because even though we're on the other side of the world, it ain't too different. Nope. Okay. From all of us down under, good day. <laughs>